You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I guess I'd never realized that that would seem like it was maybe trash. Did you think I that th- you were like bragging about something no, that it made you look like super cool? No, I wasn't like bragging about it. I knew it was supposed to be funny, but at the same time, I really like that soup, and I really like that. I wanted. Well, what was the point behind it? posting it? Like, because I thought it was wanna... funny. Because I mean, I'm you know, obviously, it's not like a. I mean, it's not a high end meal, but a, I didn't think people. It's not were a think, gourmet meal. I didn't think people were going to think I was destitute. Like, I think people are concerned for me at <laughs> this point. I think they are too. Actually, and that's, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe the joke's being missed. Now I'm a little bit worried because there's a lot of people. But that was saw it a joke or was it a cry for help? <laughs> that's what I'm afraid people yeah. are going to think that they're not going to get the joke on it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Internet. Thank you for finding us. All right. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot of things to get to. Want to remind everybody, of course, as we usually do, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. If you're going to be doing any shopping on Amazon, just go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link first. All right. That's very I helpful gotta, information. I, well, I have a lot of things I want to try to get to today because I also you have sure a question do. for you. All right. I have a question for you that I, I'm going to ask here in a minute. Sure kind of thing. A question for everyone. Is it for me specifically or for everybody that's well, it's, not you? It's, it can be it, it can be open ended. It's it's kind of for everybody. Oh, okay. But it has to do with an experience I had this morning, and I, I want to find out if this is wrong or maybe this is my own doing. So we'll get to that. But I need to address this right now before I get any more concerned messages from people do it. about my well being or about where I'm at. You know, Fun Employment Radio is our full time job. We've got our side jobs. I am by no means a wealthy man. However, I am also I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I am I'm not by in no need. means a wealthy man. Yes, but I mean, I'm not in need of uh, shelter. You're a homeowner. You know? You're fine. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Oh, you don't. Now you're like over-explaining. Like it sounds like you're actually trying to make excuses for something. Well, I mean, if people want to send me money, I'll totally take them. I know you. I, mean, will. I totally would. I know. Uh, but here, here's the reason I'm bringing this up is this. So yesterday. On my Facebook page, I posted something because I I wasn't feeling that well. Uh, there's like a cold going around Portland. I know a few people have it. I know Sarah, you've been feeling kind of I'm just a, little a little bit run down. Too. I'm just a, I'm a tiny bit run down. I don't mm-hmm. think anything's gotten me, so I'm just gonna um, make sure to drink lots of fluids and stay in tonight and get some rest. Yeah, I'm gonna beat it. Yeah, well, I'm there you beat. go. Mm-hmm. There you go. See, and that's that's what I was trying to do last night because I knew I had a I had a big long day today. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I'm going to do, you know, do the right things, the things you're supposed to do. I'm feeling pretty tired. I've got a roommate who's sick, and the fact that he's sick oh, makes me worried. Yeah, that I know. should make you worried. And that's the problem about uh, living with other with other roommates. Oh, see, yeah, that's what I kind of like living by myself. Like I might, well, you, you know, know, my apartment might be messy, but there's nobody else in there but me. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's definitely advantages to that. Uh, so, so, so that's got me nervous about it. And, you know, like I said, feeling run down yesterday, not feeling the greatest. So it's like what, what I do when I'm not feeling well, I've got two different things. Like one, I know when I'm starting to get sick, and, but I know I can fight it off because I, I smell it. What? I can smell. Like there's a smell. Like not like a bad smell. Does that sound weird? No, it's like, like something I can just tell. It's like I can smell the cold. What? I don't. I'm. I'm serious. I. I like. I know when it's when it's happening. 
What do you mean you can smell the cold? Like when I'm getting a cold, I can tell the difference between being cold or like getting a cold or being tired. No, not like you need a shower. It's not like that. It's not like a... a, a, a Damn it. Now I don't know how to explain this. What do you I, mean? A I never know sm- how to like explain this sm- to someone. Like, I can just, I can tell what? something's uh, different. What? And what? I don't know. In my senses. I can tell in my senses when I'm, when, when I'm starting to catch something. With a smell? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of smell? It's not like a bad smell or anything like that. It's not a Where's stink. the smell coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I, can, I just know. I know. <laughs> it is not steak. It's not body. I shower quite often, uh, so it's it's not that. But uh, but what I'm saying is, you know, I I can just I can tell when it's happening. Is it like the inside of your nose smells like something? Yeah, kind of. Ew, yeah. God, that's gross. Yeah, I don't know whether it's something maybe I mean my glands. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I know when I'm starting to get sick, so I have to go through my routine to try to fight it off. You know, I've I've gone through six spells before, and I don't want to do that because I don't sleep well. So I, I know I know what I need to do. And so last night I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some some soup, some good hearty soup. I'm gonna drink some of my fancy sparkling water because I know you need plenty of water. And I, and I was I was eating those, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm eating and drinking two things out of cans. So I decided to take a picture and I posted it. Because I thought it was funny, and I just said, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe this dinner combo make means I'm officially part of the Players Club. And that was it was just a joke. It was just a quick joke that I posted online. But the thing is, I think some people got the joke. Some people are actually concerned, thinking that this that, that wasn't a joke. It was, like like you said, like a cry for help. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm crying while I'm posting that, like, oh, I don't know. It's like, no, I'm saying I really like that soup. I honestly do. It's the pub style. So what pot was pie the soup. purpose of and posting a picture of your fo- So you posted a picture it was of your a joke. Food. What was the joke? I don't get the oh joke. Oh, my God. It was a joke saying that, yes, I, the Players Club, I don't think they're going to be eating the chunky style soup or the, uh, or the water. What or kind drinking of water coconut is water. It? It's fancy coconut water. It's like coconut sparkling water. Oh, it's high end stuff. This is the primo stuff. The primo sparkling water. Wow, is what I was drinking with this. So it did seem like so. You said that you were drinking high end sparkling water, and you posted a picture of it. So you really did think that you might be involved in the players' club. But no, I didn't mean it like that. If you're drinking like the highest, there's a middle ground there between saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm really poor." I'm like, this would be honestly. I'll tell you this. This would be my style of a player's club. That's what I would want to be eating in the player's club is pub-style chicken pot pie soup. Canned pub-style chicken pot pie I soup. I love it. I think it's I think it's delicious. I think it's fantastic. I'm not going to be ashamed of so it. So if you were in the player's club, what you're saying I is I probably that you would, would, but I don't think they would. There's, it, see, this. the fact that this has to be explained so much is clearly where the problem is. This is why I don't ever post things. Uh, but the... the the problem is, like, okay, maybe it, maybe it wasn't the world's greatest joke. I don't think it was that bad. I think it was kind of funny. Um, Greg's got, all of a sudden questioning everything he's ever posted. Yeah. He's like, am I funny? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you becoming self-aware? Are you like, oh, my God, have I just never not been – have I ever been funny? Yeah, right. That's, that's pretty much going on in my mind. <laughs> Wait, did I miss the mark so, that bad with my soup and sparkly water joke? This wasn't like a grand joke that I made on National Tell. It was something I, I posted on my like, Facebook page. I don't know. You're like – you're bringing it up today. Like you're making this a part no, of the show. No, here is why I'm bringing it up. Okay. Because I think people thought it was like a. There's a few people who didn't get so it. So is this a PSA? Because you're telling people that like you're not in that dire straits. I'm not in that, that dire straits. 
Why would you be in dire straits if you have delicious chunky soup and sparkly fancy Because water? some people d- think that's trashy. Oh. That's where it's at. Then I'm not those people, Greg. I this, mean, you know me. I could live on Kraft macaroni This is what it was. This is what it was. And so I think that maybe that is that is where where the problem may lie. Some people don't <sighs> Yeah, they don't they don't eat Campbell's soup out of the can. Oh like no. I do. Did you you eat it out of the can? Well, I don't eat it out of the can. I heat it up. Okay. I mean, it comes in a can. Oh, okay. I thought it I like it. I don't think I should feel bad about it. I don't think I should be shamed for it. I don't think anyone's shaming you. I think it's just concern. Just concern. That's even worse. It's just concern. That's worse. That's worse. (laughs) No, that's what it is. Let me ask you this though: Did your pub style soup and your sparkly water make you feel better? Yeah. Do you feel a lot better? Well, not a lot better, but I feel better than I did yesterday. All right, that's good. Yeah, that's a step up. Yep. See, power over mind. Mm -hmm. Mind over mind over power. Well, you have a busy. You were saying you have a busy day today. You're like nonstop all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that that kind of does bring me to what the other thing that I have to talk about, which. For a strange reason, also involves soup. This was not planned. So this morning, I had a a dentist appointment at 7 a.m. this morning, which kind of sucks. On so many levels, you had a dentist appointment at 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it was a ways away from me too. So I had to, I was I was up about I don't know I was up at a quarter to six probably. You know, which whatever I know some people go to work normally that time, but normally I'm not going to get up. I get up about seven. Oh hell no. Um. So it was it was a little earlier, and on top of that, my day is really long, so it kind of sucked. So I, I got up anyway uh, to go to the dentist, and, and no one's ever happy going to the dentist in the morning. Like, if that, the dentist is the first thing to start off your day, that's never a good... It's not the best way to start. That's not the best way to start I didn't know day. dentist offices were open at, like, 7 a.m. Well, this one is. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they already had people there, I think, before that. Wow. And... So there was two things associated with going to this dentist. So this is the same one. This is a follow-up to what I went to about a month ago. When I went there, and I got there way too early, and I was in my car, and I was looking on Twitter. And is this I, when you were watching porn in your car? I was not watching porn in As my Jake, car. Because Jake is asking I was in the chat what porn were you watching car. before you went in, Greg. I was in the parking lot, and I was looking through my phone, and I was clicking on Twitter links. Inevitably, you do end up on porn on Twitter. Somebody's got some – there's no rules on there. And I clicked on a link and a link, and then somehow it ended up where, boom, just popping up on my phone was basically porn. And I was like, oh, jeez. And so I, I have to tell you, I know that you've said this over and over again, and people probably agree with you. I've never, ever on Twitter since I've been on it for years, I've never been linked to a porn site. You don't, you don't click on links though. You don't I mean, follow yeah, links. Yeah, I'll like read things. You do that on Facebook. No, I you follow I don't the see whole porn links on Facebook either. It's not that it, it's not like it's an explicit link that says, "Hey, here's porn here. Click on this." So you're saying inevitably, anyone who's on Twitter is going to end up. Looking at porn. I guarantee within seven clicks, you, less than seven clicks, you will end up on porn. You'll end up on porn within, you'll end up with, on a page with porn, or at least somebody's Twitter account with porn pictures on it. Four clicks. It is being said Four that clicks. you kind of choose your own adventure on uh, Twitter, Greg. So basically you're choosing to click on links that look like they might lead you to porn. The way I always do it is, is I click on what on, on who people retweet. So people will retweet random random other people they follow like big breasted ladies not not that it'll be like some <laughs> and you're surprised okay i've got a few friends who retweet a lot like that's all they do and so sometimes i'll just follow down the i get obsessed with it i'll follow down like okay who are they retweeting who's that person all right who'd they retweet 
And then, all right, who'd they retweet? And then, bam, that fourth one, it's going to be a picture of porn. I'm telling you, it's it's inevitable. You're going to find some page that's going to have porn on it. Okay, so this is... All right, so Greg's sticking, sticking with I'm the story. Greg's sticking with the story. I'm telling you, that's, that's what happens. Well, that's what happened anyway this time. It was not intentional. It's just what happened. And then I, as I was sitting there in the car waiting to go in, that's when the woman was getting out of car, the car right next to me, looking over, and there I was with my phone right in front of my face and clicking on a link. Bam! There's, there's a naked lady. And that, that's, that's when you got saw. caught looking at porn. All right, I so. Was not look, it was, was unintentional. Um, and then I, then I had to go in for my dentist appointment. So this is the same dentist that I was going to this time. And I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, okay, are they... I hope that wasn't like marked into my like log or something like that. Like, did the marked. woman go into the dental office too that saw you? Yeah, everybody. That's the only thing there. Oh. Everybody's going into the dentist office. Yeah, that's all. That's that's all that's in this. Oh, okay. Lot. I didn't realize they guys both ended up in the same place. Oh yeah, no, I waited like <laughs> five minutes and then I went in and after. That's even worse that you waited. <laughs> it's, so it's like you were waiting for something to to simmer down. Well, a what little. would have been the right situation in that? Okay, let's let's revisit that Just for a blurred. second. I'm, it's not porn. Yeah, see that's it's Twitter. That's too much too. Like she clearly, she very easily could have seen it. I'm pretty sure she did see it. Because there's no denying it. I had it right up, right up by my window. No denying Greg's porn. And, and then she she walked in, and then of course you know when it happened, I like jerked my phone down. So I'm like, oh, oh. I bet you jerked it down. <laughs> uh, so, so I waited. I didn't want to like. I think it would have been worse if I jumped out of the car right then and like followed her in. I think that would look well, yeah, a little bit worse. Do not follow her in. That's well, the there's only one way thing. to go in. You're like you said it was worse you than I sat there. You didn't have to wait five minutes. If you're waiting five minutes, it seems like you're doing something or like tucking things in or like getting things in order. <laughs> like wait until she goes in the door and then just go in like a minute later. Like you don't have to follow right behind her like a creepy shadow, and you don't have to wait for a ton of time to make it look like you're like situating yourself after watching <laughs> porn. I wasn't situating like, myself, a, and I wasn't a, watching a porn. Space I was between. trying to pass the time because I like to get places early. And then I I clicked on links, and links led to that. Okay. Well, anyway, I didn't run right after her, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I waited and a few waited minutes and then long. went on. Yes, but I mean, otherwise I would have been in there way too early. I was, I was there way too early this last time. <sighs> anyway, that's what happened the last time I went to the dentist. All right, well, what happened this time? Did you get caught watching porn again? I was not watching porn. All right, let's just get past that. So you, but so I was not watching. Unlike porn. last time, you did not get caught watching porn this time. I was not watching porn this time. I clicked on a link okay. where a. A nude woman popped up, and she was doing things, and I turned it off as soon as I realized what happened. Okay. All right. So anyway, so that's so I, I opened it up and clicked on a video you and was playing a really video. really over-explaining this. All right. So this time I got there. You know, I went in, and uh, and they were – the time going now was like a follow-up for what happened before because I had a, had a little bit of a tooth issue. Not a not a major one. Did require some Novocaine, and they're fixing a little, little issue in the back of my teeth. But it's enough to where they are going to be drilling on my teeth. Ah. Yeah, yeah. They, there was like a, a little cavity they wanted to catch, and so you know they got to they got to drill this stuff down, and they got to sand into it, or I don't know, use their machines and Novocaine my mouth, and it's. Ugh. So I went in there to do this, and I. This is only the second time I've been to this dental office. Like this isn't where I used to go normally, different place. And I laid back, 
you know, and and the the dentist and the dental assistant are there and they work on your teeth. You know, they they put the Novocaine in. She came in, she like shot me up and then then took off, you know, and then they come back after you're numb and then they just go to work. Mm-hmm. And they've already had like the paper bib clipped on you and you're all good to go. Actually, they didn't give me a paper bib. Now that I think about it. What? No, they didn't give me a paper bib. They always give you a paper bib. No. There's something weird about this dental office. It <laughs> sounds like it. Okay. Because, that, yeah, that's actually a very good point. They did not give me give me the bib for the for that stuff. Um, and as I'm sitting there, you know, they're, they're going to go to work on my, on my teeth. And she's like, oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you got any uh, plans today? Like she was forcing conversation. So you, with you? And I've never had a... Like I usually, usually dentists are pretty good at making small talk because that's what they do. And I'm like, well, it's seven a.m., so I'm going to be going to work after this. She's like, oh, all right, lay back. I'm like, okay. And then she sat down and she just started um, drilling away, like went straight for it, straight for it. So just, enough of the like the sweet talk. She's no like, more sweet talking. And then she sat there as she's doing this, and she started chatting with the dental assistant. As you know, I'm laying down. They're both looking over me, leaning over me. One's got their little tube thing, which I hate. That oh, the sucky tubey thing. I hate the sucky tubey thing. Yeah, more than it's anything. Like it's, your, like it's the excess saliva. Hate, out. Oh, I hate that it thing. Sticks to the inside of your cheeks. That's sometimes. what I hate. That is the worst sensation in the whole fucking world to me. <laughs> okay. That is the worst. The worst. So anyway, I do hate that part. But they're sitting there over me, and then they start talking, and it's not. It's a little bit of. Little bit of a normal like work chatter, like okay, we're gonna have to prep this other room here in a minute, and, and while she's looking at my teeth, and then she goes to where they're talking about like their personal lives, and then she's talking about but her you're husband. Not knocked out or anything? No, right? no, it wasn't anything that major, but it's enough where I mean I'm incapacitated. They're mm. they've got things shoved in my mouth, you know, and I'm laying on my back, so I can't really talk. I'm not involved, but I'm there. I'm very cognizant. I wasn't on gas or anything like that. It's just a little novocaine. And they start starts talking about her husband. Wait, the dentist or the dental assistant? The dentist is talking about her husband and about how she was upset with him about something that happened last night. And she's and the other one's like, oh, my gosh, again, you guys are going like talking about their personal lives. And then she starts going off about the soup that her husband had made. And I, I, that's why I'm saying I cannot make this up. She started talking about soup and she was really mad about the soup that he made because he said it wouldn't be spicy. But then when she was eating it, it got really spicy in her throat. Oh, my God. And this is what their conversation was going on. And then she started talking to some other woman showed up at the door. Now, keep in mind, all this is happening while they're supposed to be they're drilling off part of my tooth. They're sanding off a little piece of my tooth and replacing it with, you know, whatever they do. That makes me a little bit nervous. You know, that's kind of permanent for me. Kind of a big deal for me. And she's talking to this other woman. I can't see this other woman. The third one that shows up is standing at the door and starts talking to her. And then they're having a conversation about something else they're going to be doing later today. And I'm watching her and she's looking up at the door while she's got stuff moving around in my mouth. So she's not even looking in she your mouth. She wasn't looking in oh, my mouth. Oh, God. I would be kind of mad. I was kind of mad. Yeah. But there's nothing I could do. Like, what am I? I, I like, don't know. Ah, yeah. You're in a completely powerless position at that point. This sounds like a really shitty dentist office. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to think so, too. I'm starting to kind of think that. And and yet, yeah, so the woman she was talking to, then they got into it about what room they were supposed to be in next. 
And all this is happening while parts of me are leaving my body. Okay, that's like the worst way to phrase it. That's terrible. <laughs> while parts of me are leaving my body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened? Like, so was is there that, anything is that, pain? That's weird. That seems weird, doesn't it? I mean, doesn't that, that seem like at, a strange experience? At the for least, dentist? it seems like really unprofessional. Yeah. Like they're just chatting about food and soup and guys. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. That would make me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable. It was it was a it was a weird way to start my day. So did they? Did you hurt yourself? Like, were they able to get it done? I don't know. They said they said it was done, and then as soon as they were done, I'm like, it, all right, there you go. Get out of here. Get on your way. Get on your way. They basically, yeah, it's a little a little smack on the bottom. Basically, get a little swat, here. and they they sent me on my way. Hmm. Doesn't that seem strange? Though? I would like somebody to be concentrating on the task at hand and not talking about their husband's spicy soup while they're saying they're drilling a hole into my head. You would think. Uh, in the live chat, I'm taking a look here, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you are a live subscriber, of course, you can uh, join in here. It's being noted, uh, what do you mean, uh, I don't know? I mean, as far as what they fixed, I mean, I'm assuming they fixed it. I, it's not like I have a camera inside of my mouth to know exactly what's going on. It's, it's a trust-based business. You know, that's like going in for an operation. Like, did they do it right? I I'm assuming. I mean, they're I, I supposed hope so. to be the professionals. Yeah, that's what I'm paying. You know, that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they did it right. I'll probably find out pretty soon if they did it right or not, which I have had that happen before where a dentist accidentally uh, um, cracked a tooth. That was not fun. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't a fun time at no, all. No, that doesn't sound fun. So, yeah, I, I'm assuming they did it right, but I'm also assuming I'm going to I don't find know. out I don't think that's, that's not good enough for me. If somebody was sitting there not paying attention, I could look up and see they, they weren't, weren't paying, paying attention. attention while they're drilling in my mouth. I would I would be really pissed about that. And I'm I'm generally I'm, a, I'm pretty calm when I'm in there. Like, I don't yeah. like to cause a problem because the last thing I ever want to do is be a problem patient for anything like that. Any, any kind of situation like that. Like, I want to be the I'm not going to be the problem. I will be calm. I'll do everything you say. I'm not a problem. I'm not a problem. I don't want them to get upset because that's the main thing. Like, I don't want them upset while they're doing this because I have to live with whatever happens for them. You know, I'm out of there pretty quick. Uh, Are there any more specifics about the soup that's being asked? Yeah. So it was, I believe there was, what was in the soup? She was telling, there are more specifics and I'm I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember Um, because the soup didn't taste spicy when she started eating it. Oh, but then it had a slow burn afterward. Because that's what she was mad about. Her husband told her it wouldn't be spicy. But then as soon as she swallowed it, as soon as she was like, then it was after that, it was like the afterburn, and it was really spicy. And it burned her throat. And she did not like that. I do not miss working in office places and having to make bullshit conversation like that. Well, she was not happy about it. Let me just talk to you about this soup that I thought wasn't spicy that became spicy. Yeah, that was... Let's waste time talking about that together. Yep, she was was not thrilled with her husband for that. Mm. So that was was part of what was going on. Oh, somebody's in the (laughs) doghouse. I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know. That's what it was. It just seems strange to me. I know we have dentists who work for... who listen to Fun Employment Radio. We actually, we've actually heard from quite a few before. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. We will never say your name on air or anything like that. I'm just curious. Is that something normal? Should I be concerned? I mean... Should I be worried about my teeth? Whenever I've gone to the dentist, like, they're focused on what they're doing. They don't talk about soup or later plans in the day. That's just weird. It seems, it seems kind it of seems odd. It seems a little shoddy, actually. Yeah, damn it. Now I really am worried about it. No, oh, I'm sure you're fine. That was way Probably. in the back of my teeth, so, you know, 
Whatever they did, no one will see it at least. Exactly. Like it's really far <laughs> out back of there. sight, out of mind. I'm sure everything's just fine. <laughs> well, hello, my friends. How are you? My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Of course, now everything. Where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Greg, it is an amazing anniversary today that I need to let you know about. Oh, really? Now, did you, growing up, I know you didn't have the cable and you lived in a gravel road in the middle of nowhere and you're a country boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. All these are true things. Did you watch Saved by the Bell when you were growing up? Well, I did because Saved by the Bell, let me tell you, uh, it was on, was it on NBC? It was on was it on like TBS or something? No, it wasn't that because I wouldn't have got that channel. It was on one of the main channels. Oh, okay. And if you, we aimed the antenna right, we could pick up a Portland or Eugene station Yeehaw. and we get one of those. So I did watch actually okay. Saved by the Bell as a kid. Yes, All I right. did. Well, did. today is an anniversary of a very special episode of Saved by the Bell that a lot of people still remember. And in fact, I'm actually wearing a shirt that's themed about it. Uh, I don't know if you recall this one. So it's an episode called Jesse's Song. And, of course, every once in a while, uh, Saved by the Bell had some special episodes. Tell me if you recall this one. Pills. You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them, Zach. I have to sing. Jesse, you can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Jesse, Jesse. Yes. I'm sorry, it sounds so bad that I'm laughing at that. Uh, you are wearing the shirt of this. It has I, been 25 years since that episode now, came out. You should explain what to it was she day. was on. Because it's Because nowadays you'd think she's like addicted to like oxycodone or something. Or like meth or something. Yeah. This was a big, this was a huge episode back in, God, what is 25 years ago? 1990? Oh my God. 1990. <sighs> so this came out November 3rd, 1990. Wow. And Jesse was addicted to caffeine pills. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, Jessie, the dirtiest drug of them all. She was addicted to caffeine pills. So it's been 25 years since her, since, of course, her name was Jessie Spano before she was Nomi Malone in uh, Striptease. Still have never seen Striptease. Is that, oh, Showgirls. That's what I'm thinking. Showgirls. Sorry, sorry. Striptease was with Demi Moore. Showgirls oh, yeah. is with... Uh, Haven't seen either of them. All right, with Jesse Spano, a.k.a. No Meme Malone. Well, it has been 25 years since her caffeine pill meltdown that happened on the episode aptly titled Jesse's Song. <laughs> now, Jesse's Song aired on November 3rd, 1990. And what I just played, that particular scene, is one of the most well-known scenes of the entire series. So, of course, when she screams, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared. <laughs> a tormented Jesse Spano wails into her friend Zach Morris's arms after he stops her from taking another risky dose of caffeine pills. So this happened in the ninth season. Let me give you a little background of Jesse's song. I didn't song. know it lasted nine seasons. Oh, it lasted a long time. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 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 I, re- I read that wrong. In the ninth episode of the second season. Oh, okay. I was that makes more sense. I mean, I know they did like the college years and all that, but I didn't know it. they did. The college years was just terrible, and I watched all of them. I watched maybe an episode of that and was like, no. I'm all right. Watching. Well, in the ninth episode of the second season, uh, Jesse Spano, who's a straight A student at Bayside High School, resorts to taking caffeine pills amid facing self-inflicted pressure to get into her dream school, which of course was Stanford University. Now, not only that, she was also in a girl group. With her friends, 
with Lisa Turtle and Kelly Kapowski. They had Kelly their girl Kapowski. group uh, called Hot Sunday. <laughs> where they were going to sing their that cover That sounds of, like a dirty so something. Excited. I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so The Crying Fit Stands is one of the show's most legendary, due, of course, to the melodrama that seems to liken caffeine pills to harder drugs. Uh, so this was a big deal back at that time because I guess they would leave all, you know, like drug focused shows to the hour long ones. Oh, okay. This, so they could make, so they could concentrate on it more. Exactly. But this is like the first half hour, like kind of sitcom thing that actually focused on someone having some sort of drug problem. <laughs> so this is, so it was very rare for the half hours of comedy. So uh, Spano, she, uh, she's uh, too wired on caffeine pills during that. She, you know, she can't focus on her test. She's trying to get into Stanford. She has to get ready for singing the song with the hot Sundays. And she's very busy. She's very busy. But thankfully, she is able to kick her caffeine pill habit. And she's stronger than ever at the end of it. So if you ever want to watch that episode, I'm sure it's on the internet. How, how did she kick it? Kick uh, by confiding habit. in her friends. Mm. And then being aware of the problem, knowing that caffeine... Was her problem Okay mm-hmm. Well good for her So there you go. And then she ended up Being a stripper And then she ended up Being a <laughs> There's stripper There's a lesson kids Having take, dolphin sex With Kyle McLaughlin In a swimming pool Take uh, Take caffeine pills You'll mm-hmm. see where you wind up Also Showgirls is what happened Because of this Caffeine pills Yes <laughs> Caffeine pills lead to showgirls I also wanted to remind you Today's National Sandwich Day So if you want to get your Buy one get one free that Like was I was a- talking about Oh, that's right. We were talking about that yesterday. Yes. Yes. Where it's buy a six inch and then you get another six inch free. Yes. Okay. Buy one six inch, get another six inch free. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to let you know. So if somebody wants to buy me a sandwich, they can do that. Sure. Greg wants your free sandwich. No mail. Well, speaking of past things, so of course they're saved by the bell. Now, uh, it's kind of a flashback kind of world of crazy today. Next up in the news, Kurt Cobain. Has been dead for uh, quite some time now. Yeah. However, Kurt Cobain is in the news because his sweater that he was wearing during Nirvana's MTVM plug taping 22 years ago is now headed to auction. So Who's, the gray button-up cardigan sweater that he has. Is that another thing that Courtney Love owns? Or? Uh, Courtney Love doesn't own it. I guess a, a friend of his did. Okay. So Cor- uh, Kurt Cobain's green cardigan, which he wore during MTV Unplugged uh, 22 years ago, is headed to auction. The sweater is going to be sold and is expected to fetch up to $60,000. Really? A dirty, tattered sweater that Kurt Cobain wore on MTV Unplugged. Wow. So in a description of this $60,000 auctioned off sweater Well, that will be auctioned off uh, It says the Manhattan brand sweater Has a blend of acrylic mohair and lycra With a five button closure Why are they, why are missing they putting one that in it? No one's buying it because of what it's made Oh well you know I wasn't going to buy it uh, If it was cotton but I mean if it's this Yes it's a blend of acrylic mohair and lycra With a five button closure one button is missing Two exterior pockets, a burn hole. The thing is, like, that's against everything that was <laughs> that I know. probably what they stood for. I oh, mean. yeah. A burn hole and discoloration near the left pocket and discoloration on the right pocket. It's a size medium. It's also going to be that's accompanied right. by a letter of authenticity 
signed by a Cobain family friend who is donating the late singer's cardigan <laughs> to the auction. Fight the power, don't join the rat race. I'll pay twenty two grand for a sweater, please. <laughs> uh, no, $60,000. $60,000, excuse me, yes. $60,000. That's what they think it's going to be. They're estimating. So that's probably a low estimate. When they estimate Jesus. it, it's usually going to be more than that. Uh, Nirvana's MTV Unplugged appearance was filmed in November of 1993 and first aired the next month. The recording of the performance was released in November of 1994, seven months after Cobain's suicide. It's a great album. I still like that album. Mm-hmm. Not going to pay for a sweater. Don't in, really care what he was wearing. In addition to the cardigan, an auction will also offer an actual lock of Kurt Cobain's hair. That's even creepier. How did they get that? Which was originally given to doll maker and comic artist Dame Darcy by uh, by Courtney Love. So Dame Darcy is the one. Why that's did Courtney Love have all these? All these things to give away. The lock of hair is about ten inches long and is expected to sell for upwards of ten thousand dollars. Did she? She's not. Did she trim off some of his she hair? She did not trim off some of dead Kurt Cobain's hair when he's laying on top of their garage. No. Do you know that? Well, I mean, no, I don't know it. And Kurt and Courtney did raise some very interesting questions. That was a very fascinating documentary. Well, anyway, uh, if you want to buy a lock of Kurt Cobain's hair, which is creepy, it's 10 inches long and is expected to sell for about $10,000. Would you sell a lock of your hair? Somebody wanted to buy it? Yes. And that's that. Yes, I would sell my hair for money, absolutely. Uh, Bidding for both the cardigan and the lock of hair will open on November 7th. Go to funemploymentradio.com. We'll now put that up as an item in our store. Bid on my hair. Highest bidder get how how big of a chunk of hair? Hey, mama's got to pay the bills. Yeah, how big of a chunk of hair? Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of it. I'll find it somewhere in the middle. Like how, how long? My hair's probably like... I don't know. My hair's pretty long. Yeah, actually, your hair's... I don't know. That's over a foot. That's probably like 14 inches. Probably. You'd sell a 14-inch lock of your hair? Sure. I get to cut it out. No, you don't. Absolutely not. All right. Well, I kind of tied these two stories together because it's going from Kurt Cobain, who, of course, you know, lived in Seattle, Washington. Now, some news coming out about Pike Place Market, which, of course, is in uh, Seattle. Yes, another it is. Another pet. Like, all of my news stories have to do with something that happened, like, 20-something years ago. So there was Jesse Spano 25 so, years ago with I'm so excited. I'm his, so scared. A day in history for World of Crazy. A day in history. A world Kurt of Cobain's crazy history. sweater from 22 years ago. And now Pike Place Market has announced that they are cleaning up. 20 years of gum from the famous gum wall that's in uh, that's at Pike Place Market, which have you ever been there? Oh, there's some of, of my course. gum on that wall. There is. <laughs> yep. It's uh, Pike Place Alley. So once named the world's second germiest tourist attraction, Pike Place Market's gum wall will soon be scrubbed. <laughs> it's kind of amazing it's lasted this long. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty gross. a full 20 years. Of I've put gum on there for years. Yeah. So it's the gum wall. For anybody who doesn't know. So it's this wall that it's under an... It's in Post Alley. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's right off of like the main area of Pike Place. Like there are all the markets and uh, six to the Poroshki Place. Well, yeah, but I mean for people who don't know Seattle. I'm saying, you know, Pike Market, that's where they toss the fish. This is next to it. Pike Place uh, next to that. And yeah, you just put your gum on there. Yeah. Who started that? I don't even know the history of it. I was just told to do it once. So I've done it. Well, I don't know who started it, but it's been happening for 20 years. And now... They are actually going to remove 20 years 
of gum from the wall. So Emily Crawford, <laughs> who's a spokeswoman for the Pike Place Market Preservation and Development Authority, said the gum wall is cleaned every other month uh, with a steamer, but this will be the first time that the gum is going to be completely removed from the original wall. So I mean, how hired- are you even going to turpentine, I guess? I, like- I can tell you. All right, so uh, they've hired a contractor... Uh, because it's going to be a very, very large job, <laughs> Emily Crawford said. So Kelly Foster, who's the head of the uh, building maintenance company that they hired, said the gum will be removed with an industrial steam machine that works like a pressure washer. So the machine will actually melt the gum with the 280-degree steam, which will make it fall to the ground, and a two- to three-man crew will collect all of the goppy pieces of gum into five-gallon buckets. Here's the thing. They're just going to do it again. Do they have like some plan? Is there gum resistant paint or no? They they actually do know that it's going to happen again, but they want to start a clean slate. They're like, all right, twenty <laughs> years is pretty gross. So um, it estimates that about one million pieces of gum are adhered to the walls of Post Alley. Some places on that wall, the gum is at least six inches thick. Oh, Ugh. yeah. I mean, I I did it a long That's time ago that gnarly. I put one on there. I wouldn't do it now. Yeah, so the job is expected to cost about $4,000 to steam 20 years' worth of pieces of gum off of the wall. So they are actually going to weigh it before they get rid of all of it to see how many pounds of gum have been stuck to that wall. (laughs) Uh, So it doesn't say exactly when they're going to do it. Uh, Sometime in the nut. Oh, so it begins Tuesday, November 10th, so uh, a week from today. So if you're going to go and if you're in Seattle or if you you know if you want to do something touristy, definitely head to Post Alley. Somebody can point you in the right direction. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be. Quite and a check big out deal. the disgusting wall of gum before it's all cleaned Ugh. off. Yes. Uh, so they they do say that there it was never part of the history of the market to have the wall covered in gum. We don't know where it started, but the gum needs to be cleaned off to preserve the historic buildings in the market district. I mean that can't be good with all those chemicals and sugar and. All that stuff stuck to the wall. Ooh, never mind. What? I have something gross I was going to confess, but I don't think I've confessed enough in this show. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the market is holding a photo contest right now at its Facebook page where people can vote on their favorite gum wall pictures. A lot of bands have taken pictures in front of the gum wall over the years. Lots of, you, lots if of, you run up and jump on it, will you stick? No. Okay. It's probably too old. All right. I don't know. That's a horrible question. Like on a hot summer day. Maybe on a hot summer day. <laughs> Kristen says about the gum wall, it's disgustingly impressive. That's exactly what it is. That's a great way to put it. All right, and finally, this is a new story. Greg, I just want to let you know about a company that you can invest in if it's something that you're interested in. Okay. Uh, I out of Montreal. I would like to go to Montreal. Oh, well, maybe you can go there and buy one of these. A man has created a bag called the Scroton Tote, oh, which God. is a company to Why produce keep, lifelike like, bringing me up scrotum for- backpacks, and has now launched a pretty successful crowdfunding campaign to help fund mass production of their Scroton Totes. Um, maybe don't post pictures of this because people are at work. If you're in the chat, don't do you it. know who I'm talking to. Uh, so it's bags that look like scrotums. Uh, so after a photo of Canadian businessman Daniel Bitten wearing his own scrotal backpack uh, went viral, Bitten has taken it upon himself to gather a team and begin mass-producing his scrotin tote backpack. So he's raising uh, money through an Indiegogo campaign. He said, I and several friends have interrupted our lives fully in order to dedicate our lives to the production of a lifelike, hideous, giant scrotum backpacks. 
So they aim to raise $33,000 for what they say will cover the production of the backpacks, including the mold for the skin-textured part of the bag, which is the biggest pre-production expense. The funds will also cover product testing and facility costs. Who spends this much time coming up with this? Like, who is actually going to buy that? They're getting funded. People are paying money to get scrotum totes. So the original scrotum backpack uh, that Bitten had cost almost $1,000 to make, but was too heavy and uh, delicate to be used as a proper backpack. However, now he's taking the concept and making a more consumer-friendly method of production. Oh, it's a consumer-friendly. Okay, Which yes. will be developed in order to bring the backpacks to the masses for a meager $120 for your scrotum tote. $120. And so this guy's hope- getting money. They hope within the next six months that the Scroton Tote will be available for purchase. You can follow their campaign at Indiegogo. Just search Scroton Tote. That is so gross. Pretty sure Greg wants that as a new backpack. Do not. <laughs> oh. There you have it, my friends. That's that your is world disgusting. crazy. <laughs> Why does somebody like that get money, get funded for these things? $120. You know what you can get for uh, $120? What can you get? A lot. You could get, uh, if you divide it, $6.99 a month to subscribe to Fun Employment Radio. Oh my gosh, less than $120. Less than $120. A year. Yeah. yeah. You can get a lot of subscriptions for $120. But $6.99 a month, the first week is free to subscribe to Fun Employment Radio where you get to listen live and all of the other fine programs here on this network. It helps keep our show and all the other shows going. It helps us with a nice studio, uh, with equipment costs, all of that stuff. It really, really goes a long ways. $6.99 a month. The first week is free. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash subscribe. Yes, and we appreciate each and every one of you. We know Absolutely. you by name. We, we just... We appreciate it. That sounded it really rather intimidating when you said, we know you by name. No, it's cool. I mean, I'm sorry. I am aware of the people who, you know, subscribe and who help us out. It's really amazing that they can do that. It is. That's all. Okay. All right. What do you want to do next? Let's do a little bit of ball talk because I've got a big story that's coming up here. Uh, a big story? I got a big story. All right. Okay. I got a big I got a big story that's in particular, uh, it's important for this time of year. And there's something that people need to be aware of. Important stuff, sir. Okay, I I figured, Greg. Sprout and tote. Don't ever say that name again here on this show. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it is uh, small balls today. Damn it! How, why do I have to go to ball talk after scrot and tote? <sighs> <laughs> I got two stories for you. Got a twofer. Got a twofer. One is this, and it's. Not what they were protesting, but the fact that they were able to do it. So, last night was Monday Night Football. Carolina Panthers against the Indianapolis Colts. And in the third third uh, quarter, so uh, this was in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So, it was Carolina Panthers at home, and that's where Bank of America is based. Oh, okay. Two protesters... Repelled down from the upper tiers of the stadium, dangling over the lower bowl and unveiling a banner. Oh, that's really high. It's very high. And the banner um, told Bank of America to dump Dominion. So what that is, is that's a 
The bank is financing a liquefied natural gas export facility by Dominion Resources that's going to be in Cove Point, Maryland. So they're protesting the uh, the many the, the production of this production facility. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm just kind of reading it as I go. So they're protesting the construction of the facility called Dominion Resources. This is what I'm saying, though. It's less what they were protesting. So that's that was a protest. That's what it was. They were up there for well into the fourth quarter because they couldn't figure out how to get them safely down. Oh wow. So they were pelled down over this. Like the danglers that we had at the, on the St. John's Bridge for a while there. Like that. Only here's the thing. This was inside a secured stadium. Now, in this stadium, they don't allow you to bring in big purses. But these guys, this uh, man and woman, were able... There were four people, I guess, arrested. They were able to get in enough equipment to rappel down the side of a stadium and have a banner there to go with it with all the appropriate safety equipment. Wow. They were able to sneak that into a secured Stadium. That's the unnerving part. Yeah. Not what they're. I don't. I don't even know about the issue now. I, I, maybe I'll read up on it. But what I can say is the fact that they were able to get that in there. That's pretty scary. That's a lot of equipment that they snuck into the. Facility. Yes. So did they have ticket? They were ticketed. Like they got. Yeah, in? I guess they went through went through security. Yikes! And got that stuff in there. So that is what happened last night. Uh, the protesters faced charges, including second degree trespassing and resisting a police officer. Uh, but, yeah, the fact that they were able to get that in there, that's pretty crazy. Mm, well, I bet they're going to stop up security now. It's pretty unnerving. All right, moving on to ball talk. We'll just go to this last one. There's only two stories really here for ball talk, and then we have to get to my big important, important educational news that I have for people. Oh, God. Is it about soup? It's not about soup, but soup is delicious. Okay. You're anti-soup, aren't you? I don't really like soup. Why not? Uh... I don't know. It just kind of seems like a bullshit food. It is not a bullshit food. It's full of wonderful nutrients for I you. I guess I'm always like hungry afterward. I just don't like it. I'm just not. I'm just not a soup fan. You I haven't like, tried the right soup. Maybe, but people have said that before, and I. Who and hates I'm, soup? I'm 35 years old. I think I would have tried the right soup by now. Soup is wonderful for you, mm. and it's delicious. Uh. And you, when you make it with a sandwich, you can dip the sandwich in the soup. And it's I mean, fantastic. I like like I like tomato soup if I have a grilled cheese sandwich. And then I'll just dip my grilled tomato cheese sandwich into it. Tomato soup is bullshit soup. I'm sorry. Tomato soup does not count as soup I'm sorry. In my you don't need to be so soup aggressive. All right? Just you believe in your thing, I'll believe in mine. Tomato soup doesn't count. All right. <laughs> That's just like hot. I like dipping soup. Tomato soup is just hot ketchup. Yeah, I'm, it's just not like the creamy, you know, like basically tomato soup. But I mean, I don't eat it by itself when I'm done. I just use it to dip my grilled cheese sandwich in and then that's it. I guess I like clam chowder from time to time. If I'm at well, the that's coast. A chowder. Yeah, soup but, though, uh uh-uh. uh. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. Finally in ball talk, we've got this. And it comes from University of Minnesota, where they have now uh, the U- United States Golf Association has invested two point five million dollars to the University of Minnesota. Over five years to help them come up with a way to make golf more exciting. All right. So they're saying this, that golf, uh, people playing golf has dropped tremendously, coincidentally, along with the popularity of Tiger Woods. The people playing golf has gone down. They don't have another Tiger Woods to replace that fandom. Okay. Get people into the game. So 
they want to figure out a way to, to make it quicker and more exciting. And that's what they're paying they're trying money Trying to for. sexy up golf They're a trying to bit? sexy up golf, trying to make it quick, happening, fun. They've invested, I guess, $40 million dollars since 1983 in colleges across the country trying to make this happen and now University of Minnesota is the latest one. They're looking at low maintenance grasses and alternative alternative business models such as pay by the hour or three hole rounds. Oh. To try to get more people to play golf. You know, I like golf but that is the thing. It's expensive. I've never played golf. I mean, I'm good at mini golf. That's about as close as I can get. I played pitch and putt at Edgefield. I was okay at that. I worked at a golf course for a while. I know. You worked at the food stand or whatever. Well, I was at the country club, but I could go out on the golf course. Well, that's very exciting for you. I'm a terrible golfer, and I I will freely admit that. However, that is what's going on right now. They're trying to sexy up golf, Sarah. If they sexied it up, would you play it? What would it take for you to play golf? Money, I guess? I don't know. It just seems boring. they're not going to pay you to play golf. I don't... I just don't really have an... I mean, I would play golf. I'm not anti-golf. Mm-hmm. I just don't really ever have the opportunity, and I've never really done it. Yeah. I like mini-golf, though. I'm always down for mini-golf. That's a little bit different. That's not quite the same. Okay. All right. People are saying free drinks. Oh, yeah. AB works in uh, golf. Lots of barriers to play, trying to sexy it up. So, yeah, that's right. I forgot. And he said he will give you money if you go play golf. I'll Ooh. go play golf for money. No, that that was an offer for me, not for you. Don't glom on to my I like golf. my situation, man. I'll sexy golf up. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> All right. So, what is this education that you're talking about? Well, we're going to get to that here. I do have some educational material. I want to remind everybody though of something else that's happening. Double. It's a double education. Okay. A double education because, Sarah, a week from Thursday. Oh, my gosh. Is the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. I am so excited. So we actually already set up a Facebook event invite on there. So let us know if you're uh, planning on trying to come because it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have prizes. We have to play bingo, Greg. Yes, it we're is going to be different, awesome. We're going to have like super fun challenges. Yeah. Uh, yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Why do you not seem like it's going to be super fun? Because I don't like some of the challenges that you've come up with. I know. I like it. Yeah. See, that's that's <laughs> where the problem is. But that is all going to be going on there. So Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. It's happening Thursday, November 12th at the Landmark Saloon. And that is at 4847 Southeast Division. Uh, registration is at 6. It's going to be a ton of fun. It's going to be, you know, we'll we'll go from 630 to 830 and then we'll just hang out after that. We really want to see as many people that can come down as possible just because it's going to be a good time. Cool. Yeah. I know. We haven't had a time yeah. to, like, hang out with, you know, like, had, like, yeah. a listener kind of base thing. Play bingo and hang out. Bit. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. And these these kinds of things actually, I mean, they help us tremendously because then, you know, we have our sponsors involved and then we can get uh, more stuff going on from there. So Small Town Brewery is our premium sponsor for this event. Small Town Brewery. Is awesome. We appreciate them very much. And they are the ones who make uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer, mm-hmm. which we're going to be having Not Your Father's Root Beer floats and all kinds of different things. I really want to try the root beer with a shot of bourbon. Yeah. Because that's what Nick from That uh, is Lambert delicious. It cuts a little bit of the sweet if you're not too much of a sweet person. Yeah. And it gives it even more of a kick than it already has because it already has a kick. And it's really good. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> so Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon. Uh, we would like to see everybody there November 12th. All right. Education, Sarah. What is it? It's a Squatch Watch. 
Yes, indeed. It is a Squatch Watch educational lesson, Sarah. Here is what's going on. Uh, This time of year, and this is what I want to let people know, because I know everybody out there right now listening to the show probably believes wholeheartedly in Sasquatch and is always on the lookout for them. You always have to keep your eyes peeled because you never know when he's going to pop up. And the key is this is the time of year when most sightings happen. What, November? Well, this appears to be when Sasquatch is most active. And out there roaming around, probably trying to gather some nuts and berries and things for the winter. Is that what they eat? No, they eat a number of different things. It's not just nuts and berries. They're big animals, Sarah. They need more than that. I mean, come on. But let's just not be ridiculous with it. But yes, that okay. this is the time of year when there will they will be out and about the most. And there are a couple of things you know that you should uh, you should probably know. You know, Bigfoot is. Is is more active. It's going to be in more wooded areas. If you live in the Northwest, that's, you're probably going to have a higher chance. But Bigfoot does exist everywhere. Well, it depends on the different version. If you're down south, you may be dealing with a skunk ape. A skunk ape lives in the swamps. Now, it is forested, but it's not quite like a Northwest forest. It's a different kind of forest. Skunk apes, though, can be just as uh, just as plentiful and just as... Uh, Don't say plentiful. Just as exciting to see as any other kind. And it's important because this is the time of year, you know, when a lot of people are making a big push and I, to, to uh, try to help protect our native Sasquatches that live here. And there is actually, there's actually a petition now for, I believe it is in uh, New York, to make the Sasquatch an endangered species and get it, uh, get it protected. Oh, my God. And so that, is, uh, that, that has gone on. Now, I'll say this. They have tried before, and here is what the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation said when they denied their request in 2012. They said, this mythical animal does not exist in nature or otherwise. No program or action in relation to mythical animals is warranted. That's what they said. That's what our government said. How dare they? Oh, my God. Deny. you showed them any kind of proof. These Sasquatch rights. You know, they didn't spend any time on the issue. They flat out denied it and said it was a mythical animal. That's not the kind of government I want to deal with. I'll tell you that much. Okay. I want one that's going to protect our Bigfoot brothers and sisters. So anyway, that is a petition that's out there. Be, be on the lookout this time of year. As I stated at the beginning of this year in January, this is the year of the Squatch. I believe the evidence is going to come forth, but we only have two months left to do it. So please uh, be out there. Be, be, uh, be on the lookout for Squatch. Be Squatch watching. Uh, okay. Squatch watch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! Yes, indeed. You're so weird. Squatch watch, Sarah. It's the time of year for it. Is it? We still need to do a fun employment radio squatch. Squatch adventure. We don't, but you know what we need Squatch to do adventure. is wish a couple people some happy birthdays. Yes. First and foremost, we want to wish a very happy birthday, which we totally spaced on it yesterday, but we're doing it today. God damn it, because you're important every day. David from D. Leonidas Photography. It was your birthday yesterday, but we are celebrating today. So happiest birthday. Yes, indeed. David, D. Happy Leonidas Photography. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. And also today, 
We have a birthday. Yes, indeed. And that is Andy. It is Andy's birthday today. Andy, who made the delicious jam when he came in to visit us a few weeks back. He is amazing. And Andy, we want to wish you a very happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. All right. Happy birthday, everybody. Happiest of birthdays. Um, so there we go. Uh, coming up later today on... The Fun and Planet Radio Network will be Guys and Balls Heck at about 7.30 yeah. p.m. right here on the network. Thank you to everyone who subscribes or just listens or downloads to our show. You are all fantastic. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We, uh, we have some big guests coming up later this week. You'll have to listen to find out who. That was guarantees. Yes, indeed. So keep listening to find out <laughs> who. Uh, and... Thank you for being incredible people. Yes. We're grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. We enjoy spending our days with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think, uh, Greg, I think I'm so we've excited. done work. I'm still nervous about my tooth. I hope it works out and that it doesn't fall out because this lady screwed it up. I'm sure it'll be just fine. But I'm sorry about her soup. I do love soup. I don't need to go to the Oregon Food Bank. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.